Welcome to the newest installment of The Voice Speaks. I am Olufemi Nathan Alshanko, Executive Director of Eternal Crown Ministries and host of this podcast. I'm deviating yet again. Not going over the life of David, not looking into 2 Samuel chapter 15 verses 13 through 30 approximately though i've been studying that and i've been looking forward to sharing the things that i've gotten regarding it currently i am starting a new christmas tradition people have advent calendars they have a number of different things that they'll do to prepare for christmas and starting a new tradition of reading the book of Luke. So my boys and I have been reading the book of Luke. A chapter a day. It's 24 chapters. So therefore, on Christmas Eve, we will have completed the book of Luke. And as we were going through it today, I began to ask questions of them, of the things that they heard within the chapter and and what it meant to them and and just what they got out of it and as I was going through I was like this is really a lesson here and I'm going over lessons with them like I do on a weekly basis with what I'm doing so why not share that with the people so today is the 11th of December And we read Luke chapter 11. Uh, If you choose to do this, and and I do it, we actually listen to the Bible. Uh, I remember purchasing the Bible on tape many, many, many years ago. But uh, with the creation of the YouVersion Bible app, got everything right here at my fingertips. And I can listen to it, uh, which I couldn't before when I bought the Bible on CD and uh, tape and (laughs) a number of different methods. But hey, you can listen to it uh, on your own. That's what I do with the boys. Uh, So it's a way to kind of get caught up. You can even listen at one plus speed. Uh, I don't, but it's something that you can do. Anyway, I digress. As we read and uh, covered the reading, I should say, of Luke chapter 11 today um, one of my boys pointed out how you can't drive out Beelzebub by Beelzebub which Jesus talks about around verse 14 of the chapter I share what really stood out to me today was the sign of Jonah and the judgment that different people and and nations would have on those close to Jesus who rejected him we also talked about the lamp being the light of the body and you know just a number of different things that took place within the chapter but one thing that really stood out and that my oldest son stated was he just kind of went to the beginning and started reading where 
the disciples asked Jesus to teach them to pray. And I asked him if he knew what that was. He didn't really know or couldn't put two and two uh, together on that. And I was like, well, hey, we call it the Lord's Prayer. And we call it that because this is the prayer that the Lord taught them to pray. But we don't use it the way really that we should. Uh, oftentimes, and as children, you know, we'll teach it to our children and things of that nature. And, you know, we recite it, we know it by heart, and, you know, we can kind of go and say it without even thinking. But it's what he gave to them was not a prayer per se, as much as it was a formula for prayer. They were asking, hey, how do we pray? Teach us how to pray, just like John's disciples, or I should say John uh, the Baptist taught his disciples to pray. So he gave them the formula how they should approach prayer. So in looking at it in verse two, says, when you pray, say, and I'm reading from the NIV version. When you pray, say, Father, hallowed be your name. So the first thing that you do in prayer should be to praise God the creator the father of all things the source of everything and praise him and focus on the fact that his name is a name to be honored his name is a name to be reverenced so often we take his name in vain we use it so flippantly you know something happens you know oh, oh Jesus 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 this Jesus that not honoring the fact that he has a name above all names that at the name of Jesus every knee shall bow and every tongue must confess that he is Lord that salvation is found in no other name except for the name of Jesus so his name should be honored it should be reverenced. It should be respected. And that's how we should enter our prayers. Honoring and reverencing and respecting the name of Jesus. Then he tells them to say, your kingdom come. So we honor the fact that you are God. That you have created all things. That you are our source. Your name is a name above all names. And we reverence you for that. Lord, let your kingdom come. Lord, have your way. Do what you desire to do. We're asking that you would do this. We're giving you space to do this. We are surrendering our wills to you so that your kingdom may come. That you can do what you desire to do right here right now that's why we're praying that's why we're seeking your face because we desire for your kingdom to be done then it goes on to say give us each day our daily bread my pastor uh, ryan neal salute to ryan neal and relationship church he spoke about this in a series on 
uh, Jesus talks money and shared with us how contentment is found by seeking the Lord for your daily bread not Lord make up for yesterday not oh my goodness what's going to happen tomorrow but just seeking his face for today because guess what today and this very minute is all that you have the next minute the next breath the next day the next year is not promised so instead of giving so much time energy and attention to what could be Lord help me with what I have right now the Bible says that he grants us new mercies each day and also tells us to not to take thought for tomorrow because it's got enough worries for tomorrow worry about today so if you're looking and you're asking Lord provide for me today what I need today And because I'm asking you for this and I'm believing you for this, I'm trusting that whatever days, weeks, years to come, that you will provide for me in those things. And I will look to you on a daily basis, which we should be looking to God daily for what we need. Keeps us in the mind of focusing on our source, as we talked about before. So then he says to forgive us our sins or for us to say and to look to have our sins forgiven. Lord, after we've asked for your kingdom to come, after we have asked you to provide for us what we need. Now we're asking you to wipe our sins away. Forgive us of the things that we have done, the things we know that we've done, the things that we don't know that we've done. We ask that you will forgive us of these things. Wipe us clean of our sins. And this prayer is something that he's giving to his disciples, people who have chosen literally to follow him. I mean, they're physically following him wherever he goes, wherever he sleeps, uh, whatever he's eating, they're right there with him. And it's important that we understand the, the context of things as you go through and you you read and you study the scripture so it's saying forgive us of our sins forgive us of the things again that we've committed they've already entered into a place of relationship with him yet they're continuing after asking for their daily bread asking for forgiveness of sins but on top of that help us to forgive those who have sinned against us you know not just forgive our sins Lord but help us to be as forgiving with others as we desire to be forgiven if we looked at the world that way and if we treated people and approached them giving the same level of forgiveness that we desire to receive it'd be a lot less hatred in this world a lot less strife because it's forcing you to be real with yourself be real with your dirt your junk your mess your problems and looking at how flawed you are and how much you want to be 
forgiven. We desire forgiveness for everything that we do. How dare we? How dare we not provide the same level of consideration for others that we desire for ourselves? You know, so as we're praying, Lord, forgive those who have sinned against us and help me to forgive those who have sinned against me. Then says, lead us not into temptation. Keep me far away from the things that will keep me far away from you. And we all know the things that tempt us. The Bible says that we're uh, drawn away by our own lust. So you know those things that cause you problems. It, it may be, and use the word lust, but it may be physical lust after someone else or something you know or some position lust is more than just the uh the sexual lust that we think of it could be a lust for power a lust for prestige a lust for a number of different things but you you know what it is that tempts you so lord lead me far away from those things that tempt me and it might be some stuff that tempts me that I don't even know about yet whatever it is lead me away from those things protect me as I go through life and the enemy tries to bring these things to me lead me away from them and that's all that he gives in this specific passage when it comes to how to pray now as you read this account in different passages, you know, it'll add uh, for thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory. Uh, and then of course, forever and ever. Amen. So it's important to remember often to start at the end and bring things all the way back around full circle. Started off talking about how wonderful his name is the fact that he is a creator and our source and praying that his kingdom come closing it out the same way saying how great he is yours is the kingdom the kingdom is yours you are all powerful you are glorious giving him honor and giving him praise because that's what he's doing so hope that this has been enlightening and I encourage you as you pray, keep this in mind as you are going through and you're seeking God for whatever it is you're seeking him for, whether it be a closer walk in a relationship with him, whether it be an answer for something that's troubling you, whether it be for healing, direction, whatever it is, keep the formula in mind that he gave to his disciples to utilize when seeking him. So, Selah, pause, and think about this. I'm being honest with you. I don't know what next week's episode is going to be about, outside of it being about the Lord and his word and how to understand him better and just principles for your life. That I can promise. Uh, what passage, what subject, no clue whatsoever. 
I know that next Wednesday will be the 17th, which means, uh, I'm sorry, the 19th. My math is off. <laughs> um, no, it would be the 18th. I don't know. Whatever day it is, we'll be <laughs> reading uh, that chapter of Luke and whatever inspiration the Lord gives to me, I plan on sharing with you. Until then, God bless and keep it together.